God be the glory. <laughs> I'm honored to be up here um, with these other wonderful women, mothers, and uh, so I'm a little nervous, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was praying about this sharing. Pastor Al asked us a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I didn't answer his email right away because I'm like, oh, do I really want to share? Okay. But um, this week, um, during one of my devotional times, this verse came to me. I'm like, okay, I know what to share now. Okay. Um, it's from 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. So, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Okay. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Okay, Marie's laughing. Okay. <laughs> so what are those thorns in my flesh? Okay. Okay, I'm not saying that um, my children are thorns in my flesh. But <laughs> we have Jonathan here. Aaron is homesick. So he couldn't, he, he can't. I'll, I'll give him a, a, my own personal testimony when I get home. But um, not to say that uh, they're thorns in my flesh, but it made me think about, okay, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So Paul, um, you know, he was saying he's this uh, apostle, like all this learned. And I'm thinking about, okay, I'm raising two boys with the help of my husband, Heng Chong. And um, I have this PhD in clinical child psychology. So you would think all these years of schooling, working with kids, I should know how to raise kids, right? Things I learned in school... I should be able to apply at home. Well, it all goes out the window. It's like, no, because I, I do all this parent training. I talk with all these parents, telling them how to handle their kids' behaviors when they're aggressive, when they don't listen, when they have temper tantrums. And in school, I face all these kids, and they always call, Dr. Cynthia, come, and this kid is beating us up. He's, like, destroying property. Um, having temper tantrums, won't go to the gym. Who doesn't want to go to the playground? Come on, they don't want to go. So I got to come in and carry them out or whatever, but offer them candy. Candy's the, the ultimate. Okay. Um, so, but then with my own kids, I'm like, okay, what do I do? I could, when they were little, I could offer them like incentives, candy. Um, now it's computer time, right? time to play on your iPhone. Now that I have the new phone, Jonathan's always like, can I, mom, can I use your phone? Yours is faster. Um, so I can like, hold, oh, did you study? Did you do your homework? And then you can uh, play with that. But one of my main struggles is been with um, teaching them, okay, balancing independence with, you, you know, you want them to do well. You want them to, like, finish the homework. I mean, those are, like, when they're younger. But now it's, like, do well in school. But you want them to do it on their own and chores at home. So we instituted this thing, Heng Chung and I, where they wash the dishes and do their own laundry. 
Okay, washing dishes, they got pretty, pretty good. So Aaron and Jonathan, they take turns every other day. They wash dishes, take out the trash. So that's good. They, they do that. That's like 10 minutes, done. But the laundry, okay, that, that really broke me. Okay, so the laundry, these guys, piles and piles of laundry in their room. I mean, they were supposed to do it like every week take turns. They had their plan. They signed a contract saying that they were going to do it. And then it's hanging up in their bedroom. And piles and piles. And pi- I'm like, are you wearing the same clothes? Oh, yeah, I'm wearing the same. You're wearing the same clothes for the, the whole week? Because <laughs> we have no clothes to wear, Mom. I'm like, but doing their laundry. And so they broke me. So when they were at the men's retreat, I did all their laundry. It was like, I was like three loads of laundry. I folded it. I rearranged their, you know, piles properly. But then this Hengchun like, um, Cynthia, it's, it's, you're supposed to um, do this for them. But then on the other hand, it's like, but we want them to be independent. So there's this balance. It's this struggle. So, um, when I was a kid, my parents pretty much, I was self-sufficient. They, they pretty much they left me to myself. And I guess I was self-motivated, so I got things done that I need to get done. Well, these guys, they're not so, Oh, John's like, what? Okay, John, John is pretty self-motivated. So the other one, he's not here. He can't defend himself. Um, <laughs> but again, so it's this balance. So it's a continuing struggle. And I just have to keep going back to this verse. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And another thing that's been really um, speaking to me is something we studied in the Women's Friday Bible Study. It's from 1 John 5, 14 through 15. is about prayer. And Teresa talked about it too. It's very important to pray for them and This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, that is consistent with his plan and purpose, is the Amplified Version. He hears us, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. So I've been asking for wisdom in bringing up these boys and knowing how to compromise with Heng Chung in bringing up the boys. And from Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, For I have the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear your voice and I will listen to you. Then with a deep longing you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. So that's my prayer for my boys. So I don't know what the plans are that God has for you. So I have to let it go, let it go, let it go. And uh, just trust that God will work, continue to work each day. So I'm very thankful for, for Aaron and Jonathan and for Hang Chung and that we could work together in, in growing in him and glorifying him. I'm looking at John. He's like, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> so thank you.